to me enough is Enough is enough. Hey guys, welcome back to the Indie Wrestling Corner with another episode of Under the Ropes. I'm your host as always, the queen of the indies, Tiffany. And we're gearing up, we're getting ready for NFW this Friday. Friday, uh, so we had to bring on somebody that's coming on, my good friend Mike Skyros. How are ya? Good friend? Where did that come okay, from? Okay, maybe my like good, maybe good enemy? Maybe? I don't know. What are we, like... We'll see. It depends on your reaction on Friday. We'll see whether we're... Oh, okay. Well, for now, we're neutral, maybe. I don't know. I, I can accept that. Okay, we're neutral today on the yeah. podcast so that's what that's what we're doing today so <laughs> but guys if you're new here to the under the rope series here i interview everything independent wrestling whether it's wrestlers promoters referees backstage i got you covered please make sure you hit that like button share it if you guys got questions for mike feel free drop it into the chat i'm sure he'll be more than happy to answer all of your questions so Absolutely. i re- i already see a bunch of people in the chat what's going on hi sky how are you phillips in the chat Shout out to him. What's going on? He said that you're going to take all your the belts. Yes. Yes, I am. He was a very smart man for saying that. We just had a discussion about that the other day. <laughs> all the belts. Take all, all that dripping in gold. Every That's, single one. Damn. All right. Well, you know, we're going to. We're going to get yeah. into that. We're going to we're going to talk about all this stuff all right. like that. So, all right, let's let's start off. You know, we're going to learn a little bit about you. Obviously, I know you, you know, fan base may may not know you. So let's go back to your history a little bit. Tell us, you know, why did you decide to get into professional wrestling? How did you get into professional wrestling? Where'd you train? All that. Yeah. So the short version was I'm on vacation with my family in Niagara Falls, Canada. This is 2002 when the, like, the WWF zone was still up there and they kept running an ad for the WWF zone, it had a promo package from Raw, mm-hmm. and this promo package included highlights from a match between Jeff Hardy and The Undertaker, the latter match from Raw for the Undisputed Championship. I saw that, I was hooked instantly, and fast forward years later, I find out there's a school in my town, the Institute of Professional Wrestling in Syracuse, New York, uh, trained Brute Fans like trained Jay Freddy, trained myself, Ice Effects. Uh, Jacoby Reddick, Corey Jackson, all the guys that have come out of the Syracuse area that came from 2CW basically came out of that school. I started there in 2012, and once I finished training and they gave me the green light, I, I started getting on as many promotions as I can. So it's basically like that one promo package sent me off to this crazy like wrestling journey I've been on. It's so crazy. I like to see. Yeah. I mean, I talk about what everybody that comes on here that I love following your guys' journey. And I'm pretty good at trying to keep up as much as I can and to see, like, you know, um, you know, maybe I'll see you like one place and then start seeing you at other promotions, which is which is so much fun to see or a surprise uh, to see. So I'm always watching IWTV. So thank you yeah. for IWTV. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. So. Let's let's do this, because obviously and we're going to get into that. Uh, you know, like I've seen you wrestle live, but that fan <laughs> tuning into this podcast never saw you before. What's the go to match that they should go check out uh, to become an instant fan of yours? OK, so there are two matches that I had in the past, like 18 months that I'm very proud of. Uh, they're both available on YouTube. If you look up number one, myself versus Bobby Ocean. 
uh, there's a there's a one fall match and there's a two out of three falls match. The one fall match is probably my favorite one on one match I've ever had. Uh, Bobby Ocean is incredible. Yeah. Uh, he really like made something out of me that day. Um, and he's a guy that doesn't get as much credit as I think he should. Mm -hmm. uh, he's been one of the, like the standouts, one of the most consistent guys in New England for years, and one of my favorite opponents. And then right behind that, I would say is my one-on-one -on -one match with Richard Holiday from Immortal Championship Wrestling. He's, he's all over MLW. He's all over different independent promotions. Uh, me and him don't really see eye-to-eye -eye on a lot of things, um, and you could probably pick that up from this match. But he's one of the best guys going today, in my opinion. He's, he's a prick. He's an arrogant prick, but, like, I can't knock the dude's skills. So myself versus Bobby Ocean, myself versus Richard Holiday. Definitely right. check those out definitely look it up so so good ah all right we're gonna break down like a couple of matches in a few but i want to start with this because i yeah. figured that this is going to be a very interesting story to talk about um so you come out you know music hits you come out you're wearing your mask so what was yeah. the inspiration of the mask why the mask like give us a little bit of the history of it so i have a few different masks so uh the one that people most associate me with is i wear the venom mask a lot I'm a big comic book fan, and I was I was bored during the pandemic, honestly. And uh, my workplace was pretty loose with the mask policy, so mm -hmm. I was like, I was searching Etsy, I was looking at Lucha mask. I'm like, eh, why not? So I buy this Venom Lucha mask, big tongue on it. I wish I, I should have brought it with me. But <laughs> uh, we have a Halloween show for Test of Strength Wrestling where I wrestled Alec Price, and I wore the Venom mask. I was like, oh, this is cool. And a bunch of fans came up to me to me afterwards, and they were like. Yo, I like that mask. You know, keep doing that. I want to see you wear the mask more. Like next show, there was a sign too. A guy made like a venom sign. I'm like, all right, I gotta, I gotta roll with this a little bit. So I roll with the venom mask, and I also have a couple other ones. Like I'm a big Moon Knight fan as well. Mm -hmm. Their show just finished up. Uh, I've done a couple podcasts talking about that show on uh, a show called Metalcore Nerds, where we talked about the entire series. But uh, I have my Moon Knight masks as well. So. He's my favorite. I kind of switch up between the Moon Knights and the Venoms, but mm -hmm. what the mask does for me, like, first of all, it looks cool, in my opinion. It, it gets uh, a little extra attention on the entrance, mm -hmm. and then it helps me. It sounds corny, but, like, it helps me get into that mindset of, like, I'm going out there to kill, mm -hmm. like, to go out there and just, like, kick somebody's ass, and the mask, just for whatever reason, helps me with that mindset. <laughs> No, that's cool. That's like awesome. I figured, like I said, I knew that there was going to yeah. be like a really cool uh, story. You know, I mean, we just talked to Dylan McKay yesterday. We were talking about that. He was on The Masked Wrestler. We were like, how is that yeah. like wrestling with a mask? Like, do you think that is something that you would want to do is wrestle with a mask on? Like, that's must be rough. Yeah, <laughs> it's tough. But the mask offers you and I'm sure if you talk to someone who wrestled under a mask uh, more consistently, they would be able to say this, but the mask offers like a certain freedom, a certain like, like anonymity. Like you can, you don't feel like you, you're, you feel like somebody else. And right. for a lot of people that's freeing and if you go in the ring and you're somebody else, like, the, like if you mess up or you fail, like that's not on you. So you just, a lot of times people that if I'm wearing a mask and I'm wrestling, like I'll just try stuff. I'll just, I'll do stuff that's kind of out of character for mm -hmm. me. So. Mm -hmm. Maybe next time you have a luchador on, you can you can ask them. To yeah, see if we gotta like. <laughs> we gotta make that happen that we could talk about like the full time. There's so many people that do that. Like it's it's very yeah. interesting. I mean, I probably like die sitting in a mask like so long. Yeah. Like so, I give credit that you guys are like you know. Sometimes you have like I mean shit. You could have an Iron Man ma match, and then it's like yeah. here an hour, and then like if you're wearing a mask for like an hour, that's got to be you're already tired doing what you're doing. Yeah. And then to be sitting with a mask on. So I give credit to, you know, all those wrestlers that do that out there. So uh, Steve had asked in the chat, why the mask? So I guess that, like, answers your question. Hope that answers your question. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's let's go here. All right. Let's talk Wrestle Open, okay? Like, I love oh. Wrestling Open. One of the best concepts that has Absolutely. happened to independent wrestling right now. I freaking love it. Um you know, if I live closer, I would probably be there every freaking Thursday. Um, but thank yeah. God that we have it on IWTV. Uh, so obviously the first week that I decide to come up, who's there? You. <laughs> so 
<laughs> and I gave you a big, uh, a big hard time, didn't I? <laughs> like... Yeah, you gave me, you gave me some sort of welcome. Uh, <laughs> I, you, yeah, you were right by entrance side too. So the first thing I go out is I got you screaming at me. Yep. So, uh, that kind of helped uh, set the tone, if you want to put it that way. Um, I know, I know a few people asked you, and they asked me as well. Who are you arguing with? I'm like, oh, that's. <laughs> you don't want me to get into that, but uh, yeah. Wrestling Open is a very cool concept. Um, it's been somewhere that like, has given a lot of people opportunities that I've known were good for a long time. Like, I've known Miracle Generation have been good for a long time. I've wrestled both of them. I know you're familiar with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ichiban as well, Sammy Diaz, Elijah Six, Brother Greatness. Like, all these dudes yeah. that I've been on shows in New England with forever that have been killing it. Uh, I think just that platform has helped a lot of people, like, catch on to what they're doing yeah it's so it's so great and even like i said like the first week that i decided to finally go up and then i ran into a bunch of wrestlers that i know from you know the new york new jersey scene that i haven't seen since before the pandemic and i was like oh my goodness like i mean brother greatness i had saw like it was like a year since i seen him and i was like the last time i saw you was pizza party pro um you know, uh, uh, Johnny, Johnny Santos, like is another one yeah. that I haven't seen since before the pandemic. And it was, he was one of my first interviews on this podcast. Um, so it's so wild to see everybody and everybody wanting to go up to wrestling open, uh, yeah. and try to make like a name for yourself pretty much. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's great. Um, you know, to learn a bunch of people, someone like me that follows so much wrestling, uh, you know, I know a lot of the names that goes up there and yeah. then there are names that i don't know uh so great platform for anybody that's looking for new wrestlers so but yeah so tell us a little bit more about like your your experience you know wrestling during it like you've been on there multiple times like and i'm yeah. sure you're going back yes um i'm gonna i'm gonna keep putting my name on the sheet uh we got i'll be there soon i can't i can't divulge but they put the sheet out every week sign up for the wrestling open and I have a feeling I'll be on doing something cool very soon. So keep a lookout for that. But yeah, wrestling open. Um, I wish I had done it sooner, to be honest. Um, I, I, as a lot of people know, I live in Syracuse, New York. Uh, it is not always the easiest for me to get out to, uh, that area. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the guys that were there that had wrestled with me were like, nah, bro, you fit right in. Uh, you're ready for this. You should go check it out. They'll like you. Uh, I went, I did try out match. And I spoke with a few people and I was able to get on, which was really cool. Um, and I'm very happy to be there, but wrestling opens a thing where legit, I've been, I've been at this, like I said, I've been at this eight years. Um, I've been training since 2012. I feel like I'm very much like prepared for this platform and ready for this platform. And I want to do more wrestling open. Like I, I love the tag team I'm in. I love the matches I've had, but I feel like I could be one of the biggest people there, if not the biggest person there. So uh, next time they, they put my name down on the sheet and they put me in a match, like, I'm coming for someone's head. Like, Ooh. I'm aiming to kill. So well, wrestling open, like, that's something that's definitely a priority for me right now. There you go. Well, let me know so I can come back and uh, give you a hero's welcome again. <laughs> yeah. We'll see about that. <laughs> Wait, let me give some love in this chat. Diana's yeah. in the chat. Hi, Diana. Big fan of yours. I know. How are you? Uh, Justin's in the chat. He goes, Mike is the is the host. And now he's saying best. He goes, wow. Like, this is my podcast. <laughs> like, he's not the host. He's my guest. <laughs> <laughs> I but, could be the host. I don't know. We could tag out. Uh, I, got, you know, I, could do some, I, got, I did some journalism classes in college. You know, I can run this. He's going to interview me. He's going to ask me all yeah, the questions next. You know? <laughs> I, ask, I only ask the hard-hitting questions. Okay, wait. Well, maybe let me finish reading off the comments, and then maybe maybe we'll we'll let you we'll let you do you know host for a second, pretty much. <laughs> All right. So uh, he wants to yeah. know how you are, Justin. So he goes, "Yeah, how are you?" Oh, so uh, first of all, uh, shout out to Diana. Uh, I'm familiar with her. Uh, she's she's a great wrestling fan. Um, very supportive, and I do appreciate it. Justin, very similar, has always been super supportive of me. I did his show, uh, I want to say maybe like a year ago. Uh, I was very impressed by his show as well. Uh, He's very professional, very well prepared, uh, asked a lot of like different questions I don't normally get. So Justin's a cool guy. He he supports a lot of the independent uh, men, women, and non-binaries that are coming up, that are trying to do their thing. 
and uh, he's he's a dude that's doing a lot. So I appreciate you too as well. Absolutely. Like I just met him finally. Like we've been talking for like a while, and we finally met at Wrestle. See, wrestling yeah. open brings everybody together. Yeah. Of See. Yeah. I think I think that's a good point to make too because. Um, a lot of like, there's a lot of different indie shows going on in New England. New England's super hot right yeah. now in terms of the indies. But I feel there are a few different places where people like come together. And you made a great point. Wrestling opens one of those places where you get like a lot of the all stars from these different shows uh, that are still kind of under the radar in a way. But they're coming together, and uh, a lot of the fans from these different shows are coming together and getting to know each other and network as well. So it's very cool. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, more love into the chat. You guys are on a roll here. Okay, Phillips replying to Justin saying, you're saying he can't host, and Justin says he could. Wes is in the chat. What's up, Wes? He goes, my son Colin, me never miss wrestling open on IWTV, and that was our first time go. seeing you, and you are awesome. See? Really awesome. Appreciate that. Justin P's in the chat. He goes, when is he going back at Wrestle Open? Talked about that. He said, hopefully soon. So Nick Sullivan's in the chat. What's up, Nick? He goes, Mike is number oh, one man. in my heart. <laughs> Philip said that I I don't have a belt, so you have to take my mic. Damn. That's a lie. Uh, Phil was tweeting about a belt the other day, so I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> we, we, we like if he had like if it had been like a few weeks or months ago, I might have forgot. But like this is like literally yesterday, bro. You can't you can't try to pull the wool over my eyes. Like, no, he said that I don't have a belt, so that you're gonna take my oh, microphone. I don't have a belt. I have okay. a crown. I mean, does that count? I mean, I am queen of the Indies. Here, we're going back. We'll put the crown on. Now I got the crown on. So I have a crown. Does that count? It's gold. It's not real gold, but it's mm. gold. <laughs> it, it is like a, it's, it's like it's like a belt for your head. There so you like, go. Yeah. I'm the queen. Enough said. Right. Like I'm the queen. Yeah. Uh, uh, don't put that out of your sight. <laughs> Oh, okay. So I guess I'm bringing it Friday. We're going to see. We're going to see it. how this works out on Friday. He's not getting my crown. So I don't think he'd look good with that anyway, but I can bring it Friday. Wow. I, you don't think. <laughs> all right. Let's see. Marissa's in the chat. She says, Skyros, hi, Mike. <laughs> Hello. Uh, Marissa's always super cool, too. I see her. Uh, I saw her at first at XWA, and then we've run into each other at Wrestling Open. Uh, she supports a lot of the, the wrestlers as well, so. Always super cool seeing you at shows. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks for coming into the chat. I love you guys. Wait, so I'm supposed to let him host like one question. Is that is that the deal? Like, is that what we're getting off in the chat room? All right. You get to ask me one question. Oh, all right. So, <laughs> Tiffany. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, why why are you so antagonistic towards me? What is it that I've done to you? <laughs> Nothing. I just like to bust your chops. <laughs> it's just that easy to bust your chops. Wait till Friday. Wait till I'm Friday. Ready. I'm ready for anything. Wait for Friday. Wait for Friday yeah. because, uh, you know, I have a little thing planned for Friday. Right. So keep, keep that energy. I will keep that energy. I will. I have a bag yeah. of energy and a black bag of glitter. I am. Yeah. So I don't care how many of your husbands I have to beat up. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, is there like many husbands on this po on this uh, show this week? I don't think so. Hmm. No, but I did. I did. Uh, I did fight your number one quite a few times uh, back in nineteen and twenty. <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. Yeah. There you go. See. All right. So let's let's get back. We're gonna we're gonna keep uh, right. you know shake, showcasing you pretty much. All right. Let's talk. Let's talk immortal championship. Yeah. You are the champion right now. He's got the belt. He's gonna break it out right now. So tell us a little bit about your experience. What it means to you. What is the plans going forward? Yeah. So immortal championship wrestling. Uh, they started in. I believe it was 18 and i was the first match on the first show where i also had the first victory where i beat johnny moran so a little fun fact for you there uh i've been at immortal consistently ever since 2018 and uh i mentioned earlier i had that match with richard holiday mm -hmm. and that match like it really elevated me a lot of the fans got behind me after that match and i was able to carry that momentum through i won uh, the Kings Ransom briefcase, which is kind of like their version of the Money in the Bank thing. I cashed in successfully on Greek God Papadon. I got this Immortal Heavyweight Championship, and I defended successfully against Cheech uh, back in March. And then at the most recent show in Rome, I defended successfully against 
Rika Papadon, and Jay Freddie as well, uh, which led to this defense against the Whisper. So the thing is, like, look, like, literally, like, look at this belt. Look at it's, that. It's nice, right? Yeah. You think I want to lose that? Nah. No. No, I, it's, I like having this belt. I like looking at this belt. I like being the champion. And I like what the belt represents. Like, we've had some, some great dudes as champion. Like, we've had Slick Wagner Brown. We've had Sean Carr. We've had Richard Holiday. Uh, we've had Brute Vance. Like, like, all these guys that have held the championship. But uh, Greek God Papadon, I kind of had, like, a vice grip on the title for about two years. And... You know, every match, by hook or by crook, uh, he had outside interference, he'd have people cheat, low blows, eye rakes, all that, and he retained. So I'm, I'm trying to, to bring some honor back to this belt a little bit. I'm mm-hmm. trying to defend against the best dudes going. So if anyone wants a shot at the Immortal Heavyweight Championship, message Mike King, message Immortal Championship Wrestling, and let's get to it. But mm-hmm. going forward, I got to I gotta defend home turf against the, against the Whisper coming up on yeah. Friday. Because I can't be New Jersey empty-handed. No, I love that. I love when people go outside of wherever the company is, what a belt, I'm putting it on the yeah. line. Like, you have no fear. I'm ready. I'm ready to take on the best. I'm not worried. Yeah. Like, no sweat off my eyebrow pretty much over here. And, I mean, let's talk about it. I mean, I was going to bring yeah. it up later, but let's talk about NFW. So here it is, like, you know, like you just said, you know, I want the best. And, you know, Whisper is a name that's been around. And, you know, he's been doing great at NFW and other promotions. Love the Whisper. Yeah. I've been following him for years. Like, so you ready? Like, is there any words for him? Like... Well, did, like, first of all, did you watch my promo? I did, I did. I did. Okay. So for, for those that didn't watch the promo, uh, I was the one who got Whisper into NFW. So Cody was messaging Whisper, and he was getting nothing back. And I was the one who reached out and got the Whisper into NFW back almost two years ago now. And the thing is, the thing, no, it was, it was last year, and, like, I wanted that match, and... I got the three-way, and then I got a four-way that he wasn't in. And then we had the match set up, and it fell through. And I've had all these roadblocks into getting this match. And uh, between Cody and the Whisper and different scheduling things, I've had to wait and wait and wait. And conveniently, he got this match when I'm a mortal champion. He can challenge my belt, but that's neither here nor there. But I've wanted this match for a minute, and since I was the one that brought Whisper in NFW, like, Shouldn't have had this match already. Shouldn't have like been able to do this before. So I've been kind of impatient, waiting for this to happen. Uh, I got a lot that I'm I'm gonna show the whisper on Friday. A lot that I don't think he knows about me as as far back as it goes. So uh, I hope the whisper's at his best. Honestly, I I think very highly of him. I think he's he's very talented, but as good as he is, I don't think he's on my level. Ooh. There you go. You have it. You got to watch this match Friday night, 8 o'clock, IWTV. So definitely tune on in. So NFW is up and coming, and we love it here ourselves. Uh, I see some stuff into the chat. Jose's in the chat. He goes, he owes me 10%. <laughs> oh, my God. He's still on. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna tell this story publicly. I try to tell it publicly as much as I can so he can't rag on me. Uh, the Moonlight Sun name was not my idea. It was not my creation. Jose Garcia thought of it. He put it on a poster advertising me for an XWA show in, I want to say, 2017. And so the, the Moonlight Sun name was his idea. And he he has bugged me about a, a 10% that I owe him on merch, which I don't know about that, but it is, it is his idea. I will give him credit. <laughs> Maybe you should buy him, like you know, a happy meal or something. I'll, I'll, I'll buy him a nice dinner. <laughs> you know, we just gotta, we just gotta be in the same place at the same time. There you go. There you go. You see, we're going to aim for a steak dinner. How about that, Jose? Is there we that, go. Does that there work? Go. Some steak and some mashed potatoes and, you know, whatever your vegetable choice is with some gravy, maybe. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll take you, I'll take you on a nice time, Jose. It'll be a real nice time. Um, real <laughs> nice date. It'll be cool. He's going to buy you dinner first. <laughs> There you go. I'm buying first. You can get that 10% though. I'm dead. <laughs> All right. 
All right, let's talk Excite Wrestling, another home for you. You know, you work names, Keenan Moore, H.C. Locke, like Sean Carr, like, you know, these are just some of the names that we could bring up with Excite Wrestling. So tell us some of your favorite moments working there. Uh, wrestling your boy, Anthony Gangone, was one of my highlights. Um, I We always had, like, some really, like, intense, uh, like, kind of, like, angry matches against each other. Mm-hmm. Um, he brought a lot out of me um, at Excite. Wrestling Sean Carr was someone who I've been around for my entire wrestling career. I've gotten to wrestle him in singles one time, and that was at Excite. So uh, I'm definitely trying to wrestle Sean more. He, he's one of the best that really doesn't get his due. But uh, wrestling Sean was a highlight. Uh, wrestling, as weird as it sounds, getting to wrestle uh, Black and Yellow, who are a tag team, Corey Jackson and Ting, who came from. Uh, the school that I trained at, and getting to wrestle them on that platform was very cool. Uh, man, just like we cross paths with a lot of like different people there because it's like a mix of there's cool people to bring in for Excite. There's also like the local guys that have been there for you know eight, ten, fifteen years that you get to mix it up with. So it's a cool little mix at Excite, and they have Binghamton, and the Binghamton area has always had like a really rowdy crowd. So I enjoy getting in front of them. Like, it helps bring a little extra out of me every time I'm in front of them. Like, they used to, they used to, like, really get me, like, like angry and pissed off because mm-hmm. a lot of them weren't in my corner at the beginning. And I think over the years, I've, I've earned a little bit of their respect. So it's, it's more of, like, a motivational thing. Okay. Hey, the good old New York, just like here, except up in the city, it's a lot worse here with the background noise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. I'm a, I'm a high traffic area. But he's upstate. I'm 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 city girl. Yeah. Like big difference in accent, definitely. <laughs> so <laughs> I have that thick one, and uh, yeah, pretty much. Uh, everything pro wrestling. What's up? How are you? Thanks for tuning on in. Give us some love. He does some AEW reviews. Go check him out. Uh, Jose said perfect, by the way, and he says he's a great guy, super talented, and a pleasure to had uh, to help you grow. So, very, very nice. So, Jose's helped me a ton, not even just with the name, just with uh, giving me pointers, helping me, like, uh, during, like, a really formative, like, area of my career, like, 16, 17, 18. So, uh, and giving a lot of the guys from my school I mentioned, like, Corey Jackson, Ting, uh, Denim Kovic, Adam Stone, like, a lot of guys have gotten to wrestle on his shows and, like, cut their teeth, like, with his help. So, uh Big props to Jose, and he's been super key for me. Awesome. All right, let's talk another company that's been making a lot of buzz and it's been being brought up a lot onto this podcast with a lot of people. Let's talk C4. You know, it's it's so wild to me of, like, people that are, you know, in the States are finally going up there, you know, borders open and everything. Uh, you know, we watch Marcus Matters. Yo-Yo's been talking about it. Like, it's... Yeah. It's great. Uh, you know, Marcus Matters is going to be there at NFW this Friday. He's going to be at C4, you know. So let's talk about, like, a lot of the younger talent, like, wanting to work there and, you know, like, your experience working there as well. Yeah. So uh, C4 was a promotion. They gave me, uh, up in Ottawa, they gave me a good opportunity to wrestle, like, super early in my career. Like, at the beginning of 2016, I got to wrestle in a six-man tag. It was myself, Root Vance, like, J. Freddy versus uh, uh, Tabernacle Team, which is uh, Matthew St. Jog and uh, Thomas Dubois. And then Stu Grayson was their partner. And that was like a whole nother level of match than what I'd been accustomed to up to that point. So that was a, like an awesome learning experience. And like they threw me a lot of cool things to do when I was up there. Uh, and then like I haven't really worked for them in a while. It just hasn't synced up well. And they've always been super cool and polite to me. And I've grown a lot since the last time I was at C4. I wasn't the Moonlight Sun when I was at C4. I've grown a lot as a wrestler in ring as well since like the last time I wrestled there. So I'd really love a chance to get in front of those fans and like show what I'm about now. Because like the cool thing about that promotion, why everyone wants to wrestle there is those fans are so like loud and like positive and like rowdy but in like a like a fun way yeah. like it's like a football or basketball game like they're so into it um i don't know what it is about ottawa but like especially uh getting a wrestle at uh both buildings like 
something I really like want to accomplish because I wrestled at the old building. Their new setup is so cool, and it's still that same like super rapid fan base. And they know the guys. They pay attention. Like even if you're there for the first time, like they go out of their way to get to know you. So uh, it's definitely a promotion that can like make you feel appreciated as a wrestler, which is why I think a lot of people want to wrestle. And the talent is is super good yeah. as well. The, the talent ceiling is high as hell there. So uh, definitely like a destination that I want to return. A bucket list for me to get up there one of these days. Love to go see it. It's just it's just yeah. great like that. Like I'm just seeing like a lot of people making debuts or like calling it out yeah. that they want to go out there. It's it's really great. Like the independent scene's on fire right now. Yeah. So and that's why I bring you guys these interviews because you never know what it's like. You know, you guys are like could be next. That could be getting that call up to the mainstream. And you know, it's nice to see the the before. Um, before yeah. like the mainstream, which is so great. And then you have the people that just love working the indies. I mean, and I will always have a special place in my heart for the indies over the mainstream. So, but all right, let's talk about, let's talk some fun stuff. Let's talk about, okay. you know, you have been, you know, you've been posting a lot of videos, you're working out. I mean, obviously a lot of you guys, that's what you guys are doing. So tell us, you know, your cheat meal and what is your workout playlist sound like? Oh, man. So uh, my cheat meal is usually either like a ton of sushi and like some sort of like dessert. Like I'll go with I do like a Boston cream pie. I do like a donut. Uh, I like I like my sweets. So my cheat meal is like either sushi in some form of that or I've been really into Indian food lately. Mm -hmm. uh, I get the like the chicken with like the like tomato sauce on it and the rice. It's really good. Uh, and I'll mix that up with some dessert as well. There used to be a really good like ice cream sundae place near me that I would go to for cheat meals as well, but they closed. But Aww. that's probably for the better for me. I'm trying to <laughs> trying to keep my trying to keep my figure. Uh, <laughs> and then workout playlist. Um, it's a mix of like a lot of like metal, uh, dubstep, hip hop. So like some people I'm listening to now, uh, I'm listening to a band called Drain from California. They're really cool. Uh, I'm listening to a lot of Slipknot, uh, Pop Smoke, uh, Kill Switch Engage, and probably like Sullivan King or uh, Kezo is like kind of my playlist right now. Oh, okay. Wait, so the question is, because I still got to do it and I've been up at freaking Wrestle Open twice already. Doug told me that I have to go to the pie place, but I'm waiting to go with Doug because we talked about it on the podcast that I'm going to go start shit in the pie place and get a pie named after Doug. So I'm waiting oh, to do this with Doug. So I haven't gone into the pie yeah. place yet, but have you gone into the pie place up the block? I haven't. I've for wrestling open. I meal prep everything. I have like okay. all my like my chicken, my rice, my veggies, and like Tupperware. It just it always falls on one of the days where like I need to eat clean. So uh, when I'm on when I'm at wrestling open, unfortunately I, I'm eating meat clean. But I'll smell like the the bar downstairs. They have really good like like chicken sandwiches and mm -hmm. wings. And sometimes people will bring up like a chicken sandwich or the wings with like the buffalo sauce on it. And I'll mm -hmm. smell that like going by me on that. Kills me. So we'll bring you two, and then we'll like, I'll start even more shit. <laughs> Is that will pay back for not like, you know, giving you a little bit of a hard time that we go in there and try to get a pie name after you? If we, all right, I'm, I'm a sucker for having things named after me, so we can still work something out. Uh, speaking of that, I'm going to do a little cheap plug as well. Uh, if anyone here is in upstate New York, if you go to Utica, there's a bar called 16 Stone that you can get a Moonlight Sun IPA named after your boy. So go check oh, that out. All right. Let's do it. I feel like I got to take a road trip. I think I'm pretty convincing. I think I can do it. I'm pretty convincing. Okay. I'm not I'm not taking no for an answer. You, you certainly will not take no for an answer. So I believe in you in that aspect. And then if I do this, I will record it and throw it up on the channel for you guys, too. There you go. Perfect. I will be very persistent about it. Uh, more love into the chat. Nick Sullivan says, I'm not just saying this because we're friends, but I don't think he realizes how good he is. And he has done a ton uh, to help a lot of us to develop. I, all I can say is thank you to that. Um, it's not for me to say, but uh, I try my best. And I really try to, to help other people that I think like work hard and deserve it with what little I can do. So that's appreciated. 
Love that. Matt's in the chat. He goes, Skyros is a gem in the business and world. Miss you, dude. Um, Atwata, is my saying it right? Listen, excuse my damn Queen's accent. Atwata misses you. <laughs> Sorry. Like, I know oh, I say that. <laughs> he goes, we will see each other again eventually. I appreciate that a ton. Uh, Matt's super supportive, and I appreciate him a ton. Uh, and yeah, like, hey, if if they want to reach out and like figure out a date to book me, I'm super down. I would love to go back. I I miss being on that side of the border. They've always been super cool to me. So we can make it happen. I'll I'll be there. My passport's ready. It's just sitting on my countertop. So book him. I'm down. Book him. See, if you're listening to this podcast, book him. If you want him somewhere in your area, tweet at the promotions. Like it works. It does. So yes. I've seen Bug it. Them. You can you can message me anytime. You can See? tag me and stuff. I, I I answer. I try to be pretty good about answering messages that I see. So if anyone wants to reach out or tag me in anything, go for it. I'm here. There you go. So it's important. That's why you guys see even me. Like I randomly, I'll just be thinking about matches and I just put it out there. Like, I mean, I'm not going to be a promoter, so I want to see the matches. I've been told over yeah. numerous times, like, stop putting out good ideas. I'm like, no, like I want no. to like go and watch these matches. I want to be yeah. front row. I want to heckle or I want to cheer or I want to make signs or throw streamers yeah. or like make it happen so if you guys think that you don't have a voice on social you do so make it happen Absolutely. so yeah. I love I love that so fans fans are great all right so let's let's do a fan tweet uh from our friend good cop bad cop he loves to mess with everybody onto this podcast so okay. he, he said with mike skyros being an anagram of irksome sky what are your experiences with wrestling outside and have you had outdoor wrestling plans uh suppered by an irksome sky <laughs> yeah so i i have a few um so i when i was originally supposed to wrestle at Pro Wrestling Grind back in February. It was canceled because of a winter storm. Uh, as you know, you live in the Northeast, but anyone who is watching that does not live in the Northeast or is not familiar, we get crazy snowstorms all year. So I've had quite a few shows canceled because of whatever precipitation happens to be going on at the moment. Uh, I have wrestled outside a few times. Thankfully, uh, I haven't had it ruined by weather yet, but I have had a few where it's like, it's really hot outside. Like I wrestled for two CW on uh, like this festival they did on a place called Paper Mill Island near Syracuse, New York. And we were basically out on like this little island and the ring was like, it felt like it was directly under oh, man. like the most powerful rays of the sun. That, that canvas felt like it was like 120 degrees. Like every time you landed, it sounded like, like you were frying an egg. It was like, up. So oh, my God. that was probably like the most, uh, like the most damage like the weather has done to me like wrestling outside but i've been very fortunate i haven't been i haven't wrestling like a rainy ring or anything oh man i always go back to like brandon kirk and psycho clown and yep. how you saw that right and that they had to yes. they lost the footage and it was really like the fans who took clips of it that they put together yeah. to pull through a match it was really cool to like watch it's on youtube if anybody's like interested in that match it's really cool i would have loved yeah. to see that but i mean i give credit you know, for we've seen like GCW put on shows like outside, um, you know, and to be in that heat. I mean, I've been in buildings where it's insanely yeah. hot, you know, like how do you deal yeah. with like, you know, 100 degrees, like working, you know, in a hot building like. <laughs> like, well, I mean, we, we sign up for this like yeah. it's you got to you got to roll the punches and take whatever situation has been given to you because like. No one is like holding a gun to your head and like yeah. forcing you to wrestle. Like we're all very fortunate to be booked at all and to be in this ring. So you encounter a situation like that, you, you try to try to save some stamina. Try to wrestle. Try to wrestle more at your pace. Don't don't go out and run in circles and like be hacking up a lung halfway through the match because no one paid to see you suck wind. Like yeah, you can you can adjust in different ways. You can you can wrestle a different style. But um, to a previous point you made too about the fans filming that. Um, that match in the rain uh with brandon like shout out to all the fans that film like at shows if you're on at a show that i'm on and you're hesitant about like videoing my match please video my entire match and send it to me because the amount of promotions that don't film their stuff and i'm very fortunate because i'm working at a lot of like really cool promotions that 
do film their stuff, do get footage out to us, but yeah. it's surprising to me how many don't yeah. and how many, like, how do you expect anyone to see your stuff? Yeah. People out there getting their ass kicked, like, and it basically didn't happen because, like, there's no proof. Right. So please continue filming it because I, I always appreciate it. Yeah, I don't understand, like, you know, the promotions that they film and then they don't put it anywhere. Like, yep. there's plenty of promotions I've been to where I see a match, you know, and I want to relive the match. And I want to go back and, like, you know, there was a promotion not that long ago that I went to and I saw a banger match and I'm not going to blow it out there because I'm just not going to yeah. do that, you know. But the principle is, is like, damn, that match was so good. I want to go back and I want to relive this match because I have those nights. I talk about it all the time on the podcast. I mean, I sit sometimes with friends, you know, like we'll do like the Zoom or the Skype or whatever it is. And we'll watch yeah. matches and we'll dig. And like Ty Hill was on, you know, and he was sending me backyard wrestling that I didn't even know existed. And he was sending me clips. And I was oh, like, yeah. damn, send me shit. I was like, I love it. And I was sharing it with other people, too. So it is important. Uh, that's why a lot of times you guys see me with my camera and I put things up onto the podcast, too. Um, but, you know, I don't I don't get it. So uh, please <laughs> put your stuff out there, promoters. Yeah. Uh, you know, because there are fans like that might follow one person and want to check out their matches. So and I yeah. like posting clips of you guys as well on social media so everybody's important everybody is important to the wrestling business the fans Absolutely. the wrestlers the pro everybody you're all important so but yeah all right so let's do let's do this something very dear to my heart onto this podcast wrestling with positivity uh i bring it up every interview that i do i feel like it's so important because we get so much negative in the world of social media so i like to focus on the positive so is, is there anything that you know, you can share with us that, you know, a fan or, you know, nobody would know about unless you tell this story, whether it was something you've done for a fan, maybe a fan's done for you, maybe something you've done for a wrestler, maybe a wrestler's done for you that you can share with us. Oh, man, it's tough. Uh, it's tough to think of, like, individual experiences because, again, I keep saying I'm very fortunate because I am. Uh, I've met a lot of cool people through wrestling. I've had a lot of people, like, just different things like when I've been there were plenty of times early in my career when I was getting paid like ten twenty dollars a night and I didn't know if I had to, enough gas to make it back to my house and one of the the other wrestlers would slip me something for gas or uh, someone would like buy a t-shirt and that's what got me home or someone would buy me a meal on the way home so I could eat like different things like that um, I think there's a lot of, like you said, there's a lot of negativity going around in wrestling, and there's a lot of, like, not-so-cool people in wrestling, to say the least, but I think I've been very fortunate to meet, like, so many very generous, uh, very kind, very caring people in wrestling that have had my back throughout it, and, uh, like, to what Nick said, I really try to go out of my way to, like, help, like, especially, like, people on the come-up that are trying to do their thing and trying to make their way in wrestling, like, try to pay that forward now that I'm in a position where I can. Mm -hmm. And I think we, we all need to be conscious of each other. Cause like in wrestling, like we call each other like brother and sister and all that. And I think a lot of that can still have meaning and it still does. And if we treat it like a brotherhood and we watch out for each other, we can do a lot of cool stuff. And I've, I've seen that. So uh, tough to name like specific experiences. I'm sure if I thought about it a long time, I could, but um, yeah, Every time that one of the boys does something to help me out or um, anytime, I'll say this too, anytime I get like a sign or like fan art, like a drawing of some sort, I've, it's been very cool. I, I hold on to all the ones I can get my hands on. Um, that's always very flattering to me. So anytime someone takes time out of their day to like create something because of something they saw in my wrestling, like that's super flattering and it's appreciated on my end. Yeah, that's why I like, you know, I like to acknowledge these stories because sometimes like we don't see these things. You know, I've been very fortunate enough that between the podcasts and being backstage and having the conversations that I do, the friendships that I've made because of the podcast and so many beautiful stories you hear. And, you know, if anybody wants to hear more of these stories, I mean, there's two videos on this channel that you can go wrestling with positivity between the fans, the wrestlers, parents like all the beautiful stories like it is a tearjerker so definitely get your tissues yeah. for it because you know every again everybody's important and the things that you know people give back are truly something special 
So I can't yeah. thank everybody for that. Um, so, you know, you travel a lot. I mean, you go from like upstate New York, Jersey, yeah. Massachusetts, you know, like all over the place. We see you all over. So you road trip, obviously, you know, a lot of these places. So give us what are your best road trip stories? Oh, man. Um, some of them are like are way better in hindsight. Like, all right, um, we were driving back from uh, C4 actually in Ottawa, and this was like it's probably late April or May of, I think, maybe 2018, 2017. But we got caught in, like, the craziest snowstorm heading back, like, in literal spring. And, like, we we pulled into probably three or four hotels, and all the hotels were closed. Oh, wow. So we drove, like, 30 miles per hour from Ottawa back to Syracuse. And it was one of, like, the worst driving experiences of my life. One of the most, like, I was, like, white-knuckling it, like, all the way back. But... That was crazy. Um, one of my favorites is uh, going to there's a convenience slash gas station slash restaurant called Sheets that's in Pennsylvania and Ohio. And anytime I'm going down to a show in Jersey, PA, Ohio, I'll make you a point to stop at Sheets. And that was a tradition that was started uh, with my friend Root Van Slyke that I travel with like very early in my career. And I will always make it a point to stop there. Uh, and then one last one. Let's see. <clears throat> uh, I remember one time we were traveling to uh, we did this crazy loop where I, we wrestled myself and my partner uh, Kevin uh, Cartwright wrestled at New York Championship Wrestling we crashed at my friend's house at like 1.30am in the morning I did my laundry because I had to use those tights the next day we get in the car at like 3, 3.30am to pick up like three other people to get to Fenway Park at like 9 a.m. for oh, call man. time to sit around for like seven hours to wait for our match oh, to wow. wrestle at Fenway Park, but it was such a cool experience. Um, just running on like no sleep, but getting to wrestle at like one of the most famous like ballparks in the United States. Just like <clears throat> it's all a lot of stuff like that where it's like ha like eating like weird. I got one actually. We were at. This is what I was doing ring crew for a promotion called 2CW. That was like the main promotion in New York State for the longest time where I started. So we were at a Denny's, and this was right after ring crew. So this is like 2 or 3 in the morning, and I hadn't slept in probably like 20-something hours. And I was, I was a bit ornery, and I was doing the thing. I don't know if you've ever done the thing where you're tired at like a Denny's or a restaurant, so you're just laying down in the pew. Oh, no. You know you're not gonna get any sleep, but you're tired, and this like yeah. seems like a logical thing, like my tired brain. And there's a group of like high school or college kids, like I think they were like singing or something. Like they must, they look like they just got out of like a like a class play or something. Mm -hmm. And they were over in the corner, like two tables down, like singing. And I'm just getting so mad, and my food's taking forever to get there, and I'm like under my breath, I'm like, shut, leave, but it gets louder. So it gets to the point where I'm laying. Uh, I'm laying on my back in a pew in Denny's with two of my friends. And I'm like, yo, I wish they would please shut the fuck up, like, that loud. <laughs> and they quieted down pretty soon after that. But, like, my friends, this was probably, like, seven, eight years ago. My friends will still come back to me and, like, tell me about that Denny's story. <laughs> like, me just, like, being super angry and yelling about these kids just having a good time. Like, not my proudest moment, but it's really funny to me. <laughs> No, because like I, that's the thing that I would do, and I would still yeah. do, and that's how you know you're getting old. <laughs> it's like these damn kids will stop singing fucking Denny's. God damn it. Oh man, Matt Verna goes in the chat. What's up, Matt? How are you oh, stirring? God. Are you stirring the pot? <laughs> Matt, Matt's talking. I know Matt's talking trash. I can't see it. That coward's probably in the chat talking all kinds of trash about yes. it. He called you a bozo. He said that you can't beat him in 2K. Yo, Matt's a bum. I invited him on 2K like three or four separate times. He ignored my invite. Matt, you are a coward. He hasn't faced me in 2K. He hasn't faced me in the ring. He runs every time he sees me backstage. He's a bum. And the Knicks suck. Wow. <laughs> Damn that! You getting everybody to like attack you with these podcasts? What is going on he here? Knows, he, he does this to himself. Damn, damn. But yeah, he called you a bum ass, pretty much. <laughs> oh my! I, I can't deal with him. 
I guess we should move on. I guess. I don't know. All right, we're going to... Ban him from the chat. Block no! Him. Cancel him from the chat. Absolutely not. He gives me bridges on toes. I'm not blocking him. <laughs> Ever, I'm, if I... If... Someone tries to bridge next time I match. I'm in. I'm just gonna like sweep their legs up. Damn. No bridges. Listen, it's I'm gotta be on toes. Bridges. I don't give a shit if they're not doing. If they're not giving me toes, <laughs> you could swipe them because they deserve it. Because no. the perfect bridge All is supposed to be on toes. Good bridges, bad bridges, broken bridges, <laughs> collapsing bridges. I'm swiping. I'm burning every bridge. Swiper, no swiping. <laughs> no, no bridges. Ew. Now I'm really gonna come at you Friday. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Anyway, we're gonna we're gonna move forward. So right. um <laughs> what's some things you like to do when you're not in the squared circle? Uh my life is like um it's a good problem to have, but like almost all my free time is either wrestling training or like on the road to shows. So outside of wrestling, like I'm in the gym a lot. Uh I am I'm usually eating one of like the six meals that I have to eat per day, and then like if I'm if I'm free, I'll tr I'm trying to catch a lot of concerts these days. Like pandemic made me like super appreciate like going to see live music and live acts. Yeah. So I'm trying to see a bunch of comedy. I'm trying to see a bunch of music. Uh, I'm trying to go to like this stupid stuff like on the road, like going to, like museums and stuff. Like I went to the Boxing Hall of Fame again recently, which is super fun uh, in Canastota, New York. Uh, just going to get out of my house and doing different yeah. stuff uh, has been really cool. I'm trying to go on a few hikes this year as well. Like during the pandemic, I was hiking a bunch, getting outdoors, and that was super awesome. And I'm trying to do that a little bit more. So if anyone knows some cool hiking spots, that's awesome. Let me know. That's cool. Damn, I'm trying to find someone to go to Backstreet Boys concert with me. You want to go with me? You probably like throw me off the fucking ledge. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't know if we could be around each other for that that period of time. It's too much. <laughs> Damn, the salt, shit. Wow. Okay. We be at each other's throats. <laughs> I don't know. We're doing pretty good. We're doing pretty good with this podcast. I don't know. All right, All right we gotta far. start. We gotta start baby. I'm very professional. We we gotta start baby steps somewhere, right? Baby steps. Yeah. So we start with the podcast. All right. Yeah. So, what's some goals of 2022 for you? Yeah, uh, my goals for 2022 have been pretty consistent. Uh, I want to become Tessa Strength Wrestling Champion. Uh, Tessa Strength has been, uh, I, I hate this term, but it's accurate. Uh, they've been my home promotion. Uh, I've been kind of, I was floating around for a long time in wrestling. And then once I got to Tessa Strength, like they gave me an opportunity to like to take the ball and run with it. And I did. I've gotten to wrestle a lot of amazing people there. Yeah. Things have really been cool to me there. And I I want to be the guy there. And um, it's a bummer because I had a, a shot at the title over the weekend and I was, I was sick. I could not make the show. But I think it I think I it's it's a matter of time before I'm test string champion. Um, and I really want to be that guy for those fans. Uh, additionally uh, I want to appear on uh, AEW Dark. Uh, a lot of my friends have gotten to do it. Um, I just I want to see what it's like to be on like something of that scale, um, and it's just like been like a bucket list thing for me in this last like year or two. Uh, and then I just want to I want to wrestle like internationally more. Um, I got this passport sitting on my desk that hasn't gotten used nearly as much as I would like it to, and there's a lot of great wrestlers in the Northeast, and I've gotten to be in the ring with a lot of them, but I know there's even more internationally in yeah. Canada, in the UK, in Germany, in Japan that I really want to test myself against, and I think I can hang with just about anybody, so I want to wrestle more internationally as well, so those would be my three. Oh. Well, you know what? Like, you never know what happens on this podcast. So let's do this. Yeah. Call out whatever. Like, call out someone. Like, you know, there's always, like, those upcoming wrestlers, you know, the new ones. Like, is there anybody catching your eye? Maybe a promotion's catching your eye. Call your shot. Oh, man. So I've been looking. There's this dude I've been I've been around a bunch that I've seen coming up. He's been wrestling at all these different promotions. Uh, his name is Myung J. Lee. He's doing great for himself. He's always been super cool to me, but I want to see what he's really made of. Uh, I've seen him 
at ringside up close quite a few times, but I really want like I really think I can bring that killer out of him that a lot of people haven't been able to bring out of him. So Young Jay, I'm calling your shot. Ooh, you never know. You never know what could happen. So I love that. You know, possibilities are endless. Fly nice in the chat. He goes Moonlight Mike. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> How are you? Uh, so I have one more question for you. And then if anybody has any other questions, feel free, drop it into the chat. And then we're going to get into what he's got coming up. So uh, I always like ending off, you know, these interviews with a positive, you know, there's so many people, there's so many different people that listen in, you know, whether that they're thinking about getting into wrestling or they're trying to get into the business or maybe they just started training, you know, or maybe they are training and, you know, wrestling a little bit. But what's a piece of advice that you would give, like, you know, an inspired or amateur wrestler out there? Yeah, my my advice would just be to treat it with respect. There's everyone's going to progress a different way. Um, a lot of people are going to want to jump the gun in terms of like getting their first match or like moving up in training when like things are seeming slow or they feel like they're at a plateau. But I think if in wrestling, if you see things through, if you do things like the right way and uh, train thoroughly, so you're like the best, safest wrestler you can be, I think that's super valuable. And <clears throat> there's there have been different people like in my life that I've seen like kind of take shortcuts in training or take shortcuts in wrestling and it's, it's always blown up in their face so I would say if you're trying to get into wrestling treat it with respect and then if things seem slow or you seem like you're at a plateau keep pushing forward you'll break through um, whether you gotta try something different or not like you can do it that's great advice uh april's in the chat what's up she says hi mike since you used to since you used to hike i'm sure you've seen some wildlife if you saw a bear while hiking would you fight him <laughs> oh my god um i hope not i'm not trying to i'm not trying to find any bears honestly uh, bear, we fought bear country once uh we lost uh i think that's the closest i would want to get even that was that was kind of rough too uh there there's some some pretty uh some pretty tough guys but um no if i if i see a bear i'm trying to like back up slowly to my car i'm not i'm not fighting no bear i don't care if i got a, if i got a gun if i got a knife i'm not messing with any bears bro it's, it's a bad idea i'm i'm, I'm here for self-preservation i'm not a coward that's 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 smart i'm out of here no bears Yo, I give him so much props for referencing Bear Country right now. I did. I wrestled him in like. No, I know, but it was just—it was just like the perfect. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. That was that was great. You get kudos for that. There we go. I love that. I love that, Captain Dave. What's going on? How are you? We're having a good old time here, pretty much. Awesome. All right, let's talk about what is coming up. So I have all the flyers here. If you guys yeah. are listening to audio, please definitely like check out the video version of this as well. But we're going to talk about it. So, yeah, Friday again, yes. NFW. You guys can check out that uh, chat that I had with Cody and Matt Vertigo. We broke down the entire card. So definitely check that out, uh, you know, after this podcast or at your convenience. It's posted up. So, yeah, I'm yeah. looking forward to this match, man. So I'm gonna bust your yeah. chops just a little bit. I'm I'm ready for anything. Like I I'm not I'm not scared of any uh any criticism. So you, you give me what you got and we'll see. Alright. I don't know. I think you should be a little afraid. Just a little. Not my style. Not my style. <laughs> oh, you don't even know. So <laughs> Yeah, so other immortal June fourth. Which is great too. Looking yeah. forward to that. Uh, high tension wrestling as well. What day? May fourteenth. So the next day yeah. you're out to Pennsylvania. Yeah. Yes. So. Yeah. So I got a, I got a good little weekend ahead of me. Um, I have uh, Empire State Wrestling in Buffalo on uh, the twenty first. I am in a scramble match with a mystery participant, Vinny Moon, Gavin Glass, uh, Braden Lee. Uh, I believe it, Levi Shapiro and someone else I'm forgetting. Maybe it's that mystery guy, but I'm in, I'm in a, a scramble with a bunch of dudes that I just named at ESW. 
Uh, if you're in the Buffalo area, come see that as well. And then, of course, NFW, I'm defending this Immortal Heavyweight Championship against the Whisper. And then Saturday, I am the very first entry in uh, their Rumble-style match for high-tension wrestling. And uh, whoever wins that match has got to go through me, so it'll be exciting. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be throwing all kinds of hands down there in Scranton. So Ooh. we have a, a, a nice little two weeks ahead of us. And then uh, Wrestling Open, which we mentioned before, uh, I am not appearing this week, um, but probably in the next... In the next two three weeks, I'm gonna put my name down on the sheet, and we'll we'll see if I'm I'm uh, called to step up for wrestling open. So keep an eye out for me there, and I'll advertise that. As I well. might be coming up the 19th. Okay. So try to get onto that show so I can mess with you even more. <laughs> I'll do my best. <laughs> so definitely, like, God, there's so many promotions. Like there's so many yeah. bucket list promotions that I want to go to. Test of Strength is another one that I've been dying to. You gotta go, go to. to. Test of Strength, yeah. I know I have to. I know I have to come to the ESW. I know I have to come to Excite. I have to go up. Like, that's what's happening. I've been going down mostly to, like, Jersey and stuff like that. But there's yeah. a lot of stuff up, like, between Massachusetts, Maine, like, New Hampshire, Rhode Island. Like, there's so many promotions. Uh, everything pro wrestling. He lives in Buffalo. So, you know, Conrad, if I come up, like, are you going to come with me so we could finally, like, meet in person finally? <laughs> like, we could go bother this guy. We could heckle. I'll heckle him. There you you can just sit there. I'll, I'll take the heat. That's fine. Like, <laughs> May 21st. <laughs> I'll take the heat. Definitely. So I love it. I love it so much. Yeah. Well, tell everybody where they can follow you, support you, buy your merch, all that fun stuff. Yes. Yeah, so merchandise. Uh, I am doing most of my merchandise, like, person to person so if you see me on a show i will have my merch with me uh i am getting some new stuff that i'm hoping to roll out within the next three four weeks so keep an eye out for that uh if you want to buy merch online i do have a pro wrestling tees store pro wrestling tees.com slash mike skyros if you're inclined to buy anything online um, i do have supplies of my coward shirts eight by tens and stickers so if you want me to ship anything uh we could probably work something like that out uh, in terms of my links, I am on all my social medias at M-I-K-E-S-K-Y-R-O-S, Mike Skyros on everything. Look me up. It's the one with the picture of me, and I'm usually pretty good about responding to stuff on there. So if you want to ask me a question, if you want to tag me some stuff, I'm there. Awesome. Jose said, wish you all the best on your journey, bro. Hope to see you soon. So, so awesome. All his links are in the description below, so you guys can just like click the little links, go give a follow, go buy some merch, all that fun stuff. Go bother him at the show. If not, I'll do it. So <laughs> I say you'll you'll do plenty. I'll do plenty, but I will try. We're gonna we're gonna try this though. We're gonna we're gonna go to the pie place. We gotta make this happen. So when when you know you're going back to Wrestle Open, if I can come and not have a podcast that day, then we're gonna we're gonna take a trip up the block and we're gonna go to the pie place and see we what we can do. We're gonna see. We're gonna call it like the coward pie. Or the Moonlight okay. Pie, maybe? We're going to okay. see. We're going to see. We're going to go in there. And I'm going to be persistent. We'll, we'll brainstorm some names. Yeah, we'll brainstorm some names. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. So, <laughs> Well, thank you so much for coming on here and chatting with us. You know, I'm sorry you had to be subjected to me for an hour. <laughs> we, we, we survived. I think this is a, a very, it's a good test of, of my endurance, of my professionalism. And I, I think I did pretty well. I think you did well, too, so I don't yeah. think I bu bugged you that much. But that doesn't mean that I'm not bringing it on Friday. Okay, we'll see. So that's why everybody's got to tune in Friday. NFW, IWTV, 8 o'clock. Make sure you tune in on in. You're going to see. I'm going to bust this job. So. But uh, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. Thank you for all your questions. The support is real. I love all you guys so much. So until next time, stay safe, support independent wrestling, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Have a good night.